Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad to have you joining me today on the True Wealth Investors Podcast. I am your host, Chad Harris. All right, so today we are talking about the Global Leadership Summit, which was a leadership conference I went to recently. And I just wanted to share some insights, quotes, uh, things that speakers shared at that conference so that if you weren't able to attend, you get still get to uh, benefit from the experience and all the information shared. So I have been going to uh, the Leadership Summit for nine years now, eight or nine years. And every year, it I don't know what I will receive, right? It's two days of speakers back to back all day. The speakers range from uh, business leaders in a corporate setting. You may have high-level executives from Fortune 500 companies, to entrepreneurs that are running their own business, to um, scientists who have a book published on what they're studying and have done TED Talks, to pastors of you know very successful churches. And so the background of the speakers varies widely, but every year they deliver amazing content and it's very inspirational Um, for us as leaders, because truly us as leaders, whether we are a solopreneur out there doing it all on our own, or we have built a business where we have employees and we have staff and, and everything is handled, whether we're there or not. Either way, there is nobody above us giving us that encouragement, that direction. And so, Naturally, as the leader, we have times where we don't feel like pushing forward. We're struggling with what the next step is. We're second guessing whether we're on the right path, whether we're making the right decisions. And so it's, it's always good to have other people feed into us as leaders um, so that we're ready to dive back in. So, okay, a few of the uh, speakers and just some really good insights that I thought they shared this year. Uh, the key speaker was Craig Groeschel, which he is a, a very successful pastor out of Oklahoma City, and he also uh, was the source of the Bible app. If you have that on your phone or your tablet or whatever you like to use, and uh, the U version Bible app, and so um, he leads. I don't know how many thousands every week, but he was speaking this week about how in the past year, the past year has had a lot of struggles that are abnormal for us as leaders. A lot of new challenges, things that were unforeseen. And so he said there were basically three things as a leader in uncertain times we have to come to grips with. One is pain. We have to accept that Pain is part of the process, and there is no shortcut to get through a difficult season. We just need to embrace the suck or embrace the misery and trudge through it. The only way through it is through it, right? We can't go around it. We can't jump over it. We just have to get through it. 
Additionally, there's a lot of chaos in difficult times. And if, if we are a controlling type, which a lot of us are as leaders, as things become more chaotic, we gather more and more stress because we're trying to maintain control of something that we can't. It's impossible to control. And so we really have to come to terms with letting go, right? Those things that are outside of our control, we need to let go of, and we need to focus on what is within our realm of control. And that will give us a lot of freedom and help us focus on what truly matters or what will help us through this time quicker. And the third thing that we need to accept is uncertainty. And as leaders, we are always trying to look ahead, right? What is going to happen? I know in real estate, I'm always interested, are, are uh, interest rates going up or down? Be hard to go down at this point, but when will interest rates start going up? And is inflation coming? The market is super hot. Is it going to collapse and prices drop? Or are we just gonna see some inventory start to come in and prices will level out and then continue up again? We're always trying to predict what is on the horizon so that we can make decisions today to get where we wanna be. And really in these, this time, we have to accept uncertainty. We don't know. We don't know what uh, COVID, how it'll influence the market. We don't know if the economy will start to be shut down again. We don't know if there'll be more surplus checks. We don't know what'll happen with unemployment. We don't know what'll happen with housing inventory. We don't know. It all could change tomorrow. It is very hard to predict. It is uncertain. And so we have to go in pretty much open hands, knowing that there is no way to definitively know. We make the best decisions today based on what we know, but we have to understand that that could change tomorrow. So there, it's all kind of short-term planning right now, right? At least for me personally, I know where I'm going. I know what my vision is. I know what I'm gonna create. I know what business I'm gonna build. And I know the path I'm on to get there. Now, this month versus next month, that could, the, the steps that I take could change, but I know where I'm going either way. So that was encouraging that if we are struggling, if we feel like things are chaotic and we're dealing with pain and we're frustrated and our residents are frustrated and maybe our lenders are frustrated, that that's part of the season. We need to accept it as part of the season and handle it as well as we can. All right, another speaker was Amy Poehler, who I've never heard before. And she has a book called Hello Fear. And apparently she, she uh, was a media sensation because each day for however many days, I forget what it was, 100 days, I believe, on YouTube, she published a video where she overcame one of her fears, uh, which is a cool idea. And we all have those things that we struggle with. Usually we try to avoid them. And she demonstrated that we can overcome them. And a couple of great quotes that she had in her talk was, one, the enemy of success is comfort. And so 
when I heard that, I had to reflect on, am I feeling comfortable right now? Do I feel really stretched and uncomfortable or do I feel like I'm uh, hiding away and taking less, less risks given the uncertainties? And really we all have to think about that. Um, given this season, whatever season we're in, in the market that it's in, are we taking a lot of risks? Are we stretching ourselves? Are we feeling really uncomfortable to where we can actually reach out and achieve success? Or are we pulling back in and seeking comfort and seeking the familiar? In which case, if we are pulling back in, we cannot attain success. We cannot find greatness by sitting in comfort, by avoiding those things we fear, by avoiding risk, right? Any risk, anything we fear, um, we are going to have to overcome to achieve greatness and success. So the question she ended with was, what would you be willing to get uncomfortable for? And it was a reminder to me because recently I redid my vision board. Um, I had accomplished some of my big long-term goals and I needed to refocus on really what is, you know, that big picture I was talking about. What is it I'm working towards? And the vision board is a great way to do that, to have visual images of what that end goal is. And that will change as we accomplish those, right? But it's a long-term vision for what we're working towards. And I would encourage you, if you don't know, and I'm not talking about the next deal or the amount of income you want to have per month in the next year. I'm not talking about short-term financial things. I'm talking about big picture, long-term. What is it you are willing to make a sacrifice for? What is it that when you accomplish it, you will know you have succeeded, that you have really done something? What is it then when things get really difficult and really uncomfortable, you are willing to push through. You're willing to continue because it is worth it. It is worth the prize at the end. So awesome insights from her. If you um, haven't done a vision board or haven't done one recently, I really encourage you uh, to do that. All right. Another speaker was Jerry Lorenzo. And there was just uh, he had some interesting insights. He, he's an artist, uh, fashion designer, and that is outside of my realm. I am not in the art field, I'm, and I don't express myself the same way an artist does, and that's okay. Um, but a great quote he had was, the quickest way to leave your history is to run to your destiny. So if you are the kind of person who really struggles with your past, Whatever that is, maybe that's your, um, and I think we all do, really. You know, just, some of us, we'd struggle with different things. Um, but whatever it is that we're struggling with in our past, it could be part of our identity that we haven't given up. It could be some failure in the past. Um, it could be a relationship that didn't go well in the past and, and we haven't let go. Whatever it is. If it is not part of what you want in your future, if it is not an important part of that vision for what you are building and where you are going, 
Um, the easiest way, the quickest way to get rid of it is to run towards your destiny, is to run towards that goal and that vision that you have for your life. Run towards what you were destined to do, destined to be. So don't look back, look forward and get moving to what you want. All right, just a couple more here. Uh, one was a pastor named Rich Wilkerson Jr. And man, he had some really awesome ideas on uh, dealing with difficult periods, dealing with times of struggle. And, you know, I am ultra optimistic, right? If somebody says, oh, you're having a tough period, generally I'm going to say, no, business is great. Things are good. Maybe we had a couple tough weeks with staffing issues, but man, we're moving forward. I know where we're going. We're going to accomplish great things, right? Things are always getting better. But man, when I look back at some CDC issues and the number of tenants where it has turned into an argument because they believe they don't have to pay rent. Now, the vast majority have paid rent, but it is much more work and there's much more confrontation in this season. So when I really look at it, there are difficulties um, and it is not an easy season that we've been going through. But a couple of key points from Rich, uh, his, his opening quote was, legacy is not just made, but forged in the grit and the grind. That what we want, we want to accomplish great things. We want to build big businesses. We want to have a legacy that outlives us, an impact in the world, a financial legacy that goes to the generations that follow us, to our children and our grandchildren. And that is not something that we just create. It's not like a side gig in the evenings and the weekends and everything's hunky-dory and that comes to be. That the only way to do that, to build something great, is going through being hardened by the grit and the grind, being hardened by those difficulties. And so it is not necessarily what we are making as we go through those difficulties. It may be more important about who we are being made into by going through the difficulties. Because once we become hardened and strengthened through the difficulties, we are able to overcome so much more down the road. And he had a couple key things related to that grind and getting through those difficult periods. One was renaming it, right? If, if you are really struggling, <clears throat> you can uh, rename what it is. You can reframe it, right? Those are the similar things that if I am always talking about a negative thing, I am struggling with tenant conflict, let's say, as an example. Well, if I reframe that to, I am learning new methods of conflict resolution. Hey, that's a positive thing. I wanna learn more and more about conflict resolution. I wanna get better at it. I wanna document it so that my staff can do it as well. I wanna be able to systematize it so as we hire more people in the future, my staff can train them instead of myself right? Those are good things. We need to 
rename it, reframe it, so that the things we are going through, our difficulties, our difficult periods, are positive things. Because we're going through them, they are making us better and making us able to accomplish more in the future. Additionally, we need to remain in the grind that there are periods, all of us, when times get really difficult, and especially when they have been difficult for a while, where you think, I'm out. I've had my limit, had my fill, I'm done. And I see this over and over with investors. When they start real estate investing, it's new, it's exciting. And they don't even really see a lot of the obstacles, right? Because of the excitement. And as they get into it, they're growing a business, they're buying properties. And then suddenly there's like a tipping point where the headaches, the conflicts, the struggles suddenly outweigh all the positives they've been seeing. And all they see is more properties or more tenants. More tenants is more problems. More problems is more headaches and less sleep and less quality of life, right? And so we need to understand that people have been through it before. We can get through it. And wherever we duck out, wherever we quit, that is as high as we will go. That is the limit. Unless we can remain in that hard time, remain in that difficulty, get through it, then we will, we will be made better and able to accomplish much more. All right. And the final one, this was a great guy. He's got a good book. His name's uh, Richard Montanez. And he is um, an executive with, I believe it was Frito-Lay. So he went from a janitor, the lowest level in the corporation, to a high-level executive. He doesn't have high education. He doesn't have big degrees. He doesn't have a massive network. He doesn't have any kind of pedigree from how he was raised or who he grew up with or where he grew up or but his story was amazing because he always had determination to get better. And as he was a janitor, um, there was one time early on in his career when the CEO changed of the corporation. And during a speech, the CEO said he wanted all employees to act as owners, find good ideas. And so Richard immediately asked one of the um, delivery drivers who delivered the chip bags to all the convenience stores, asked if he could ride along with him on one of his days off. So his next day off, instead of going home, taking it easy, sitting in that comfortable chair, he got up like normal, went to work on his day off unpaid and rode along with one of the delivery drivers. And as he was going, he was learning how to be a delivery driver, what it was like, where they placed the bags, what the presentation should be like. And one thing struck him uh, after doing that multiple times, it was that they had bags, bags and bags and bags of these semi-bland chips, salty, let's say a Frito or, 
or even a Cheeto. You got cheese flavor and salt flavor. Frito, you got corn flavor and salt flavor. And then down the aisle, down that row, especially if it's a grocery store, there's a massive seasoning section where there's all these spicy seasonings. And especially in his, in his uh, area of Hispanic neighborhoods, there was more seasoning, right? Um, and so he had an idea for a really seasoned, spicy Cheeto. And nobody believed in his idea. He toyed with different seasonings at home with his wife. Finally, they got the seasoning that they thought was the one. He got a big old garbage bag full of plain Cheetos with no flavoring, took it home. They mixed in, in the new seasonings. They took some old Cheeto bags, filled them with the new Cheetos and ironed the tops shut. And he presented it and people tried to ridicule him. People tried to uh, kind of mock him out of that position and out of that presentation because he wasn't supposed to be there. And in the end, he was a very big hit with the Flaming Hot Cheetos. He has had multiple successes beyond that. And the, uh, the brands that he has been behind sell billions of dollars each year. And his was a very encouraging story, right? You can achieve anything you set your mind to. One of his great quotes was, you know, with his story of making these seasonings, nobody else thought would sell, but now sell billions. Was he said, we were never created to fit in, but we were created to stand out. So if you've ever felt bad, you feel like I need more of my people around, know that we weren't created to fit in with the crowd, right? We are not the norm. We want big things. We dream of creating big things and overcoming big obstacles and seeing big goals through. We are not the norm, and we should never try to be the norm. We should accept that we will stand out. We will sound different than everybody around us. We need to be willing to look ridiculous, to look like nobody else around us. And one last encouragement for you guys, if you are struggling with that, and you want a place where you do fit in, where you meet weekly with other investors who are trying to accomplish big things, who are learning from each other, have a shared perspective, and really encourage each other, definitely check out the Elevate Mastermind group. It is uh, honestly one of the best hours of my week, and I know it would be for you too. So, all right, I hope that helps. Hope that's been some inspiration for you. You feel fed, energized, ready to get out there and tackle it for another week. All right, I'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Investors podcast. Visit us at truewealthinvestors.com to find archived episodes with show notes and links mentioned in each episode. Be sure to click the subscribe button today and leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to share how the show is helping you along your real estate investing journey.